Hi, I'm Valor. And I'm Cherish. And we are just, just a, a couple, couple of nerds. nerds. On this podcast, we talk about the nerdy news and our favorite fandoms. There's always a lot going on in the world of nerds, and we're going to dedicate the beginning of each episode to keeping you all up to date. Our top story is the death of a legend, Kevin Conroy. The actor most well-known for voicing Bruce Wayne in Batman the Animated Series passed away at 66 last week. I'll never forget him as the older Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond or seeing him play a live-action Bruce in one of the Arrowverse crossovers. Yeah, he started voicing Batman in 1992 and has had... Uh, two generations of Batman fans love and adore him, so he will forever be missed. Next up, we have some Avatar news for those Last Airbender fans. Uh, there is a release date for the Avatar movie, which right now does not have a name, but the release date is October 10th, 2025. It's going to be the first of three planned Avatar movies from Paramount and Nickelodeon. This one is set to focus on Aang. Following up, we've got Netflix's Witcher is getting a new look. Henry Cavill is stepping down from the role, and Netflix has already found their new Geralt of Rivia, Liam Hemsworth. And I hate it. I hate it <laughs> so much. Why? Why, Superman? Henry, I, for me, I think it's a double-edged sword because I think... Henry Cavill is going to be stepping more prominently into the role of Superman because they have brought him back in the end credits of the Black Adam movie. So there is a bright side to it, but Cherish and I have both come to love Henry Cavill as uh, Geralt in Witcher. But we do at least have one more season coming out with him. Season three is going to be dropping pretty soon, and we'll get to see Henry Cavill once more. So I was actually reading up on this, and... Um... They, they referenced back uh, San Diego Comic-Con from 2019 where he was saying he was so excited to be playing the role of Witcher. He, he would never pass it down. He'd drop all of his other projects for it. And now he's leaving it. So apparently there's rumors that he was having some kind of conflict uh, artistically or, or directionally with the uh, production people. Ooh. So uh, I don't know, but dang it. So sad. I think reading between the lines, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, in better news, in the world of Pokemon, after 25 years, the 10-year-old Ash Ketchum has finally become the world's greatest Pokemon trainer. This took place in the latest episode of Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series which premiered in Japan. So what's next for Ash? He's previously expressed his desires to catch them all, but given how far behind he is, that total number of Pokemon is pushing over a thousand. So that seems a little unlikely. Yeah, I still don't. I still don't think I can remember anything past the original 151. But no, I have not caught up on all the new Pokemon. There are so many. There are. There are. Musil of the highest number. I think Togepi was up there, but I don't remember what number Togepi was. By the way, funny story, I for, we were on vacation, it was like Italy, and Valor was telling me about how we were playing... Um, Pokemon Go? We were playing Pokemon Go, and he's like, you can only get this Pokemon here in Italy, we gotta go find it. And I was like, this is what we're doing on vacation? Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> True story. Netflix has also approved Season 2 of Sandman. There is no release date as of yet, but Neil Gaiman posted a teaser for the second season on his Twitter. 
We've got no idea how long the series is going to be, and Netflix announcement referred only to an unspecified number of new episodes and stories to be adapted from multiple The Sandman graphic novels. I'd be surprised if we didn't get a full season two following the comics as closely as season one, but that's just me. Uh, season two should pick up where season one left off with Lucifer gearing up to take over the dreaming and Morbius cleaning up after his one year, 100 year hiatus. Coming up for the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse animated movie set to release June 2nd, 2023, they are introducing the character Spider-Punk. Spider-Punk known as Hobart Hobie Brown, is a homeless teenager that becomes a hero to the oppressed New York citizens in his universe. Spider-Punk has debuted in the 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man issue 10 and was created by Dan Slott and artist Olivier Coppel. He will be voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, the English actor from London, best known for his roles in Get Out, Nope, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Black Panther. Speaking of Black Panther, let's jump right into the second half of the podcast. Our movie review for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh my god, the theaters were packed. We actually went and the show before us was sold out. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of people going to watch this movie. And it is, I mean, we're just going to do spoilers. It is a tearjerker. Holy moly. Like the first 10 minutes... The audience was silent, completely silent as you watch old clips of Chadwick Boseman being, you know, put on the screen and you could hear people sniffling and stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They yeah, did they're... a really good job just remembering him and honoring him. Some of my favorite things from Black Panther Wakanda Forever would probably be the adaptation of Namor to be a uh, former Mayan. And his basically the Talokans are the people that Namor lives with in the water is actually just minds who transformed into seafaring people. I think that was a really cool idea. It was really interesting, a really cool way to kind of ground um, Namor in our reality. By the way, I've seen people on Instagram and TikTok basically turning Namor uh, pictures of him into like thirst traps. He is a popular guy. Like he's he's not like a Thor where he's overly ripped, but he's a, he's a handsome guy. And they have Killmonger in this video too. Also another sexy beast. Oh my God. Um, I will have to say the storyline was great. You felt really involved because it's these, these two different cultures and people who actually governments who actually care about their people so it gets you emotionally involved and yeah. you're also dealing with Chadwick's death like you feel really emotional from like beginning to end of this movie and one of my favorite parts and I saw people talking about this on reddit and stuff was the music um Rihanna hasn't released something in a while but they they have her song playing at the very end it's called lift me up and like I've been to MCU movies and stuff where people are like cheering and clapping and like, you know, just chatting and stuff noisily as they're leaving because they don't want to stay for post credits, you know, the little spoilers and stuff. By the way, this movie does not have a post credits uh, spoiler. Like It's got a quick one really like at the, right after the be very beginning of the credits, but not at the very end of the credits. So yeah. there's one little one, but don't you don't have to wait until the very end of the credits. 
Yeah, um, but this, the music in this entire movie, oh my god, it so awesome. good, really so good. good. And I have a little little fact here. Um, over the course of the film, the audience will hear over 250 musicians, two orchestras, two choirs, and over 40 vocalists. Like, damn. Yeah, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. They have the production value for it, but like the whole time, the music is awesome and amazing and just super cool. I haven't felt this way about music in a movie since like Guardians or um, what's that one scene where Thor, uh, he's like slamming down the hammer and it's like, ah! Is that the song that I'm yes, thinking of? It is yes. But it's where they involve music in a way where like the audience is like just vibing or chilling out with it. Like it makes a lot of sense. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I'm i a big fan of costumes and stuff. So in the very beginning where they do the funeral procession for T'Challa, um, everyone's wearing white. And these are all like really interesting outfits you don't see this isn't something that you're going to see like a normal American person wear to a funeral. Like they're all white and they're all beautifully done. And Ramona, the uh, mom who's a queen, uh, she has this beautiful headdress and this great necklace and stuff. Um, But they do such a really, really good job with um, the costumes and stuff. And even the character Ironheart, I didn't, I haven't read the comic books for this, but I was reading up on it later and you can see her little, like little back contraption for her to fly uh, makes a heart. And that's so darn cute. (laughs) If you look at the front, it's the same spot where you see Iron Man's kind of power power source in his chest. Ironheart's is actually shaped as a heart as well, and it's glowing. So that's really cute. Ironheart was a great addition to the movie. I really liked them pulling in uh, somebody new. I'm sure they're going to start bringing her into the Young Avengers when we start bringing in Miss Marvel and everyone else into there. But uh, introducing her into this movie was really cool, really fun. I liked actually, as an engineer, just like seeing people pull in engineers and talk a little bit about just kind of slapping stuff together and with things you find at home and not needing to have like a full NASA facility and a giant clean room in order to make everything. So it was kind of cool to see that and see her working out of her garage. Although, granted, it's going to be really difficult for a lot of this stuff to actually be built like that. But it's fun. It's a comic book movie. You got to suspend your disbelief every once in a while when you watch this stuff. But I bet you the next Comic Con we go to, someone will have fabricated an Ironheart cosplay. Oh, I bet no you. Doubt. No doubt. No Cause doubt. Because it's too cool not to. We're going to see Ironheart. We're going to see Namor. Oh, we're gonna see, sexy men, please. We're going to see Shuri <laughs> as Black Panther. Um, is, yes. that, is that her official name, Black Panther? Yeah. That character? So one of the questions I have, and tell me if I'm wrong, but so she accepted the role as Black Panther, but she didn't accept the role as Queen, right? Am I confused? I think you're right. So at the end of Black Panther, we've got M'Baku popping out of one of the flying spacecraft, and we actually expected Shuri to jump out and kind of accept the role as the queen but mbaku jumps out and he steps out there and says i'm taking i'm challenging for king and so i'm pretty sure you're right that i don't think she accepted the queen role and mbaku is actually going to take over as king 
I'm sure Shuri is kind of okay with this. This is probably something they talked about because they actually developed a very close relationship throughout this movie, much closer than T'Challa and M'Baku had in the, the previous movie. So, yeah. But I think the thing, the surprise, the like mini surprise at the very end is they introduce Prince T'Challa the second, the cutest oh. little kid. Oh my God, he's so sweet. Holy moly, they, this little like Gerber baby of a child, he's so cute, yeah. but uh, he will be, or he's Prince T'Challa the second, I think, is that like safe yeah. to say? Yeah. Uh, but definitely T'Challa the second, but he knows, he knows his, his role, he knows, it sounds like his mother just told him everything and is raising him in secret. And he knows that he's keeping a secret because he's he talks to Shuri saying, hey, uh, my mom told me you can keep a secret. This is all. This was actually introduced in the end credits scene. Uh, it's not the end of the credits, but it's kind of like the mid credits, I guess. But yeah, he kind of looks at her and says, "You can." my mom told me you can keep a secret. And then he says, I am Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Shuri kind of looks off to the distance and starts to cry and tear up. And everyone in the movie gets a lot of heart feels. Yeah, as she's... <laughs> burning her funeral clothes, like sealing her mourning uh, of T'Challa, who has passed away. So it's, oh my God, beginning into the end. It's so sad, but they really do uh, a great job of remembering Chadwick Boseman because I think it's important. So many people really loved him and it would have been so sad just to be like, you know what, let's write something where... Oh, I know, or recast we, him. Yeah, oh God, that would have been or terrible. write it to where he's kind of just walk. he's just walks away from the mantle for a while no yeah. no it's better it's better this, this way i think the they way did a go. great job they it was very smart because the fans they loved him they really did oh yeah he was a great i mean he was a great addition to the avengers movies a great addition to the mcu in general yeah he was um, super cool yeah um to get into a little bit more of the things that i kind of didn't there's only one thing in the movie that i personally kind of was disappointed in and that was the end of the fight between Namor and Black Panther. Shuri as Black Panther. Um, it They are in this all-out, no-holds-bar battle between the two of them. They're literally dealing as big of blows as they can, trying to critically injure the other one, trying to kill each other. Namor actually throws a spear through Shuri, and pins her up against the wall like the spear is through her stomach and is now wedged inside of a rock or a boulder behind her um it's wild you assume that is her death right there but she's able to basically she she's taken the black panther the flower that kind of gives you the powers of the black panther so she can kind of heal i'm assuming right now um from a deadly blow but she breaks through that and then she nearly kills Namor uh, because he's drying out. But they kind of just end it with her just being good, I guess. That's really what it kind of is. And then he kind of accepts taking a knee to her. It all kind of felt a little weird. Sudden. It felt very sudden. Sudden. To me. Very it's, sudden. The fight's been going on for a really long time. Yes, and there's a whole war between two armies and two nation states basically going on at the same time. It felt very sudden. 
Yeah, that's, and it's just kind of like truce, cool. I know. And I think the thing that got me was just Namor so quickly saying, I, I, I yield. Um, but they fix it like 15, 20 minutes later because Namor is back in um, his home, in, underwater in his home, and he's speaking to Namora. And Namora looks at him and basically says what we're all thinking is, I can't believe you you bent your knee to these people. Like, But um, he basically looks at her and says, explains what he's doing. And he says, now she has empathy for us. Now they'll keep our secret of our nation. And when they need help, they will turn to us. And that's really good. It's really well thought out. And it kind of adds to Namor being kind of an anti-hero. He's kind of learning to manipulate people and to use people. But it, it, I, it's just for 15 minutes, I'm sitting around thinking, why did you do this? And so maybe that was kind of the what they were going for is to kind of leave you thinking, why did this end this way? Because also at the same time, um, they had all of Wakanda surrounded on top of their boat. It so, seemed like they were winning. Yes, it it's uh, it seemed like aside from the battle between Namor and Black Panther, the not Atlanteans, but the Tolokans. I think is that so. Right? Yeah. Yes. So they they had they had all of the Wakanda warriors surrounded, like they were winning the war. There's just a battle, and that Namor decided to bend the knee. This is a weird question, and and probably the creator or someone is going to have to answer this, or we can just make one up. But during like the boss fight, the end battle, um, Black Panther rips off Namor's one of his like ankle wings. I don't know what else to call oh, them. Yes, she rips them off, and she has them in her hand, and, and he like you, him flying is already fantastical. But, like, if we bring him back, can we recreate these wings with vibranium? Like, is is he going to be able to fly, or is he just going to be, oh, like, right. a one-footed flyer? I, I don't not know. Not that there's a lot of science here. So it's, he's, it's, he's, like, 600 years old, right? Yeah, like I said, not a lot of science. So you can make up whatever, right? Can this you is, make vibranium wings? This, so this is my assumption. Like, if he's 600 years old, there had to be a time when something damaged his wings once before. Because he flies so well with those wings right now. He, he does. He can't have, this can't be like the first time he's been out and about. This man has to have gone out. Because, I mean, in the movie, we actually go through him like seeing the uh, Spanish colonizers coming in and enslaving the Maya people, which he knows are his people. And he gets super pissed, which is probably also why he's very bitter at the people on land already it's because he knows that the Mayans were almost erased because of um, colonizers yeah exactly so but I imagine he's probably been around and had his wings hurt before and probably healed them so maybe no she ripped them clean off that's one of them no but that's what I mean so are <laughs> they gonna recreate them can he regenerate them because he's kind of fish like you know yeah, how starfish right. can regenerate like a limb. Oh God, that's definitely what's there's going to be this, the explanation. What is the science? As soon as you said, <laughs> that, as soon as you said that, that makes total sense. But they starfish. have, but they have vibranium. 
They do have vibranium. And they, they've crafted, you know, many a uh, weapon and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's, it's not that they don't use it. They definitely use it. So what those are my two thoughts. Is it going to be vibranium? Because that's, you know, that's a big deal in this Black Panther universe. And that's the reason why they're going to war with, you know, people in other countries is they're trying to steal it, use their tech, etc. But... Yeah, I, I want it because I want him to fly. I think it's cool and weird that this fish man flies. I love it. It is. It is. The only thing is to, the Tolokans don't really use technology too much. Well, yeah, but they have weapons. They do have weapons. They don't have any weapons that shoot. But okay. They use fish as like transportation. So I can't imagine them making a wing unless Wakanda does it for them. This is what I mean by technology. And yeah. this is the, you'll see it right away on like the, the, when they're on surface and stuff, they're sometimes they're blue, but um, it's their little face masks that hold water. Oh, that's tech right there. That is tech. Right? That is totally tech. Thank you. I'm not even thinking. That's like the one big piece of tech that they use. Oh yeah, that all I'm not of them. Even thinking about consistently, and it they works. They always have those on. But here's the thing: is it works both ways because they gave it to Shuri when she needed to swim through their little underwater. Right, friend, village. You know what that I mean. You know what I'm talking about. That is pretty You can use the same thing to help people breathe air or help people breathe water. So they are fairly advanced technologically. Yeah. So they could totally build wings. Please make Namor fly again. I love it. I mean, Namor, I love it so much. Namor will undoubtedly fly again. I'm so sure of it. I I do hope they go into something with that. Being the engineer mind, I want. I like seeing how things work. So I kind of hope they kind of like, oh, yeah, this is how this works. And this and this, this, this. It'd be a lot better than just kind of like hand wavy, like, oh, yeah, we built it. But kind of have somebody like if Wakanda built it or if there's somebody in Tolokan that can build this type of stuff, I'd like to see that type of thing. Be interesting. Oh, like if it <laughs> If there's like a scientist that, yeah, down there yeah. who builds like the face mask and designed all that. Oh, that'd be fun. Because Shuri's kind of like the science person in Wakanda. If yeah. they have like... Her equivalent over in Tolokan, in the Tolokan city. That would be kind of I'm cool. sure there is, because there's an architect. They have like a whole, you know, village with mm -hmm. people and houses and statues and even like where like big where they make announcements and stuff. Like yeah. it's it's been designed architecturally, so why not? Yeah. Why not? Underwater scientists. Mm -hmm. This all makes sense in right. the comic book world. <laughs> it totally does. If they if they do some more some more of it and they go back to the Tolokan kingdom, I do hope we see a lot more of it. The only thing with the movie that we saw, everything was a little bit fuzzy and I get it cuz you're underwater, but I want everything to be a little bit like not brighter, but like just more visible cuz I mean, I think there'd be such cool things you could see architecturally with the underwater kingdom that it would be really interesting just to be, see it a little bit clearer. By the way, I just read something about this uh, pertaining to Aquaman. And like, oh yeah, it's cheaper to have your characters either have their hair tied back or have short hair. <laughs> that way, like if you watch Aquaman, like they're underwater talking and stuff like that. But the hair is going wild with yeah. the waves and the ocean. Apparently, it's really expensive. And half the time, it doesn't even look good. And I noticed that during Black Panther, like Namor has short hair and his warriors and stuff basically have short hair or their the girls have their hair tied up yeah. in some kind of fashion. But I was like, oh, saving money there, MCU. There, there was one scene where they did make his hair, hair wavy. And I do remember seeing it. He's walk, He's 
uh, Namor is actually giving Shuri like a whole introduction to the Tolokan city or to the capital city of T the Tolokan kingdom, I guess. But he's walking her around, and there's a scene where they're looking at the sun that he made for everybody. And he looks at her and she looks at him. It almost feels kind of romantic for a second. I kind of got those vibes, but I'm not sure if that's where they're going with the movie. But he's looking at her and you can see the hair moving. So they did spend a little bit a little on making bit, yeah. just a little bit on making him move. But it's short so they don't have to make it move as much as Aquaman's hair did. By the way, if you could pick, would you be would you want to live in the Tolokan? Like underwater universe, like be one of those people, Horrible. or in Wakanda, being part of the Black oh. Panther community. Like if you could pick, if I could pick, I mean, me personally, hundred percent would rather live in Wakanda, just because I feel like it's more like. I mean, you can actually go out into the regular world, or into this society that I already know, and I can do stuff that I like, and then you've got super advanced technology, and I. I love having super advanced technology, so I would write, I would happily live in Wakanda and have all the stuff that they have. The Tolokan Kingdom, really cool. Living underwater is awesome, but eh, Wakanda does it for me. What about you? I, I have a weird fear of water, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'm like, if I, if I, if it's something could like nibble at my toes while I'm swimming or something that freaks me out so bad. <laughs> I just, there's too much unknown underwater and I hate it. It's scary. So it's <laughs> by, I couldn't, I just couldn't be underwater and like Wakanda is beautiful and they have great tech and it's sunny and all that kind of stuff. But Oh God, I could not live underwater. That freaks me out so bad. There, there, there is a little bit of that for me too. Um, I forgot what the fear is, but there's a fear of like dark depths, like where you can't see things. Like it applies to a deep underwater when you're like in the water and you can't see the bottom. Oh, there's a phobia. There's, there's a name a, for there's it. There's a name for this phobia. I can't remember it, but there's all. It also applies to if you're out in space and you can't really see what's out there. Oh, space would freak me out. That applies no. too. Like there's some giant, there's some giant squid monster out there that you can't see because it's in the blackness of space. Stop. <laughs> no, that's super freaky. That's too freaky. But they, I mean, they do, they make it look really cool. But no, I could never. I could absolutely never. Yeah. Mm -mm, mm -mm. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Oh, it's, it's right away, but it's because it's so beautiful. Like it, it could be like a screensaver or something, but it's oh. the funeral procession for T'Challa. Oh. It's the, they have music and dancing and the costumes are great um and it's it's just a really moving moment uh there's a lot of cool fight scenes and stuff but no it's for me it's the beginning how about you hmm if anything i kind of really liked the introduction of riri williams um iron heart by yeah. the way i don't think they called her iron heart in the movie i don't think they what the heck either. i don't like that i really don't i, I think as fans like we want to know as much as possible and they did a great job introducing her she has a cool personality like she's funny she's a college kid with like a little bit of an attitude she's fun like i like her but they i wish they would have called her ironheart i really do i i think i don't think it would have hurt to call her ironheart in there i gotta we i don't did they call her Ironheart? i don't think so oh, damn it i don't think so we might be wrong but 
I think if I think the thing was to not focus on her as Ironheart and more to focus on everything happening with the black with Wakanda and the Tolokan Kingdom stuff like that. I think that's kind of what the focus was, but I definitely don't think it would have hurt just to call her Ironheart or even just make some mention. You have like a heart of iron or something like that. But her introduction is definitely that seems my favorite, partially because she goes through and she kind of just really just owns some dude who's holding off on paying for homework she did. Oh, her on campus. Her on campus. That okay. was, all, that was Part of that was my favorite, but also because of the interactions with Shuri, Riri in the dorm, and oh my god. I that can't. one fighter's name. Yes, the one main guard, um, Okoye. Yes, the, the scene with the three of them, it's funny, it's cute, it kind of just humanizes all of them in a way that just really makes you connect with the three characters and this interaction. I could have I could have a whole episode in a TV show or a whole series with just the three of them interacting. I think Okoye could have her own show. I love her. She's kind of a smartass and she's a badass. Like, I think she's so funny. She could have her own, like, Disney short series or whatever. She's great, especially, like... I think it's the same thing for the Warriors in the Wonder Woman movies. Like, the big... Yeah, the big thing was, like, we didn't get enough of the Warriors. We didn't get enough of the Warriors. And I feel like we did get more of the Warriors. We could have had so much of Themyscira in those Wonder Woman movies. Yes, and I think Black Panther Wakanda Forever did a better job with that. Like, we got to see the Warriors a lot more, and they're super cool, and they got, like, new weapons Mm -hmm. and new suits. Exactly. That's so cool. Like, I, I feel like we did a good job with them, but I think... Because their personalities are funny and they're super cool. Like, they could have their own show. I think that'd be great. I do have to agree with you, though, on the ending. It was kind of short. And that was... The end of the war. Yeah, yeah they gave a little Band-Aid for it. But... The Band-Aid makes sense to it me. Does. It does. It, it makes it almost better. I kind of wish they did, like, a little bit of a tease for that like you kind of you could kind of know it was coming so you didn't spend 10-15 minutes thinking why did you suddenly bend the knee like you don't have to have him explicitly say it out but maybe you could have him hint that there's a bigger plan in action here I don't know I just kind of felt for a little while in the movie just confused didn't make sense yeah I think my other favorite scene was when um Queen Ramona basically gives her life shielding the Ironheart character, Riri. Yes, it was so sweet. And then later, Riri's like, she defended me like I was her own. How sweet. What a great way to kill off a character that you really love. Like, she's got such a big heart, you know. But that was another favorite scene of mine. Uh, It's it's kind of a sad movie, guys. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also a great way to, like, Pull Ri- give Riri a really strong reason for fighting a war for a country that she's not a part of right now. And I, I imagine her obviously her relationship has now grown with them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's hard to kind of justify, oh, yeah, Riri just dropped out of school and went and fought in a war. Okay, she actually got saved by the queen. Oh, now she kind of feels more of this obligation. She feels a love for the people. It makes sense. I liked it. It was they 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 made a lot of smart choices in the movie. I have one complaint, but it's one that again I easily gloss over because they gave us an explanation, and I actually do like that explanation. And that wraps up our review for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. 
Join us next time as we talk about Season 1 of House of Dragon and Rings of Power. I'm Valor. And I'm Cherish. And you just listened to Just Just a a Couple couple of Nerds. Netflix has approved season two of Sandman. 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 Here's the Sandman. Sandman. It's the Sandman. Yes. Sandman. Bring me a dream. Sandman. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow 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 meow. Yeah.